Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're on the air with Peggy Nisi, and tonight we have a special guest from uh, New Orleans. Her name is Cindy Atkins. She's a writer f- from New Orleans, like I said. She is the author of several books, including the Amazon bestseller, Angels at My Door. She holds a master's degree in humanities from California State University, Dominguez Hills, and has been interested in the subjects of angels and communications with those who have passed for many years. Through her extensive research in this realm, Cindy came in contact with people from all over the world who were willing to share their unique experiences with her, which she was able to write about to let others know how natural these types of spirit encounters are. Her main purpose in writing the book was to let others know that these types of experience are possible, and she shares her knowledge with a great deal of understanding as well as enthusiasm. Cindy contends that these encounters can happen to anyone, but they must first be able to 
to recognize them when they happen. That awareness can give people a great deal of peace once they know what to look for and how they transpire and that the different modes in which those in the spirit world try to make themselves known to their loved ones here on earth. So I'm going to be bringing Cindy on the line. I'm very excited to have her as a guest tonight. We will be talking about angels and angel encounters. And um, I also have my regular guest, my niece, and, and who is the editor of my book, Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug, which is also a bestseller on Amazon. So give me one second, and I'll bring Cindy on. Cindy, you there? Hi, Peggy. Hello? How are you tonight? Good. Did you hear my uh, uh, music in my your little bit of your bio? And because I never know when I'm on. Yes, did. <laughs> Thank you. So, so how much. are you? I know how are you? Sometimes this... it probably sounds like you're talking to the air, huh? Uh, I'm well, doing I usually great. do. Thank you so I much. usually do. People usually ignore me. So. <laughs> Oh, Anyhow, I'm going to bring cute. Melissa on, and I'm really excited having you uh, coming in from New Orleans tonight. And we'll talk a little, you know, about your books and about some of the things you've done and, and why you wrote your books. And um, if you hold on, we'll get Melissa on the line to say hello to her, okay? And actually, the board Great. is lit up already. We have many callers. So I'll hold on one second, Fabulous. okay? Okay, thanks. Hello, Melissa. Hello, Peggy. How are you? How was your week? Good. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. So what's going on? Hi, Melissa. Nothing? Hi, Cindy. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> I love this. Okay, I'm taking a break now. You two talk. No, I'm okay, kidding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Melissa, you know uh, a little bit about uh, Cindy. Um, Cindy actually and I have become... I think pretty good friends. What do you think, Sin? <laughs> we we well, share think, both I being... I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> yes, yes. I um, We both share our love of angels, our love of uh, uh, what what's to come, what we believe in, um, our writings and, and of such. And uh, so, um, you know, I, I feel like uh, we were... We were joined joined together by a force bigger than us, okay? And I think that's how things go in life, that uh, we all come together for a reason. And I think it's mostly uh, our angels' intervention. What do you think, Sin? I think you're so right. I think you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. I think you forgot to mention we all love karaoke, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you're not going to start me with the Bobby McGee today, okay? We, actually, you know what? Someone put on, um, I have to say, and we'll get onto the program and be taking callers shortly, but uh, Melissa and I actually went to karaoke, and I've, in the area, what, what do they call me, uh, Melissa? The karaoke they call what? Her the queen of karaoke. The queen of karaoke in this part of New York. So, I And I really, really wasn't oh. in a mood to sing that night. <laughs> She's actually but, really good. Thank you, thank you. Well, somebody sent me today a very close friend of mine. She, uh, I, I, I call her my first angel. I took her, uh, I, I watched over her when she was a little girl before I had children of my own and continued for a little bit after my children were born. And she sent me a uh, thing today from Pink, the singer Pink, who I absolutely love. And she did oh. Bobby McGee. Well, I'm going to tell you something, girlfriend. <laughs> I do it better, Pink. You're good, but I'm better. No. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, what, what, what do they call that? I'm not, con- I'm not conceited. I'm convinced, okay? <laughs> no. Actually, oh, that is not great. my personality. Yep. So anyhow, I'm going to, um, I don't know, I, I guess callers hold on because uh, I want to um, start the show asking Cindy a few questions. Uh, you don't mind, Cindy, right? Tell us a little bit That'd about yourself, like, 
Okay, well, how about my first question? Um, why did you write Angels at My Door? I actually wrote this book because of my own angel encounters. But then okay. I realized that so many other people had also had them, and I wanted to share their stories along with mine. Uh, right. However, I should clarify. I should clarify something. This book is not only about angels. And I always refer to it as it's not just about angels with wings, but also it's about loved ones who've passed on. So many individuals right. have lost loved ones who've visited them, you know, visited them after they've departed the earthly plane. And I mm-hmm. want readers to know that this is possible so that they can recognize these as encounters, uh, as signs, uh, if they happen to them personally. I would like mm-hmm. to interject something else, though. Sometimes the encounters come through dreams, meaning that often a dream is just a dream, but sometimes it's a visitation. And sometimes you can tell the difference between them. Um, One might wake you up in the night, as an example. Uh, One Mm -hmm. would linger longer during the day or tell you to do something or advise you of something, all right? Right. Um, I'd also like to mention that I'm happy we're doing this interview so close to Valentine's Day because many people tend to get messages at this time of year from their loved ones. So I would ask, you know, your listeners to be on the lookout for signs. Uh, Well, I'm telling you, I'm single and I'm hoping Cupid shoots me this year. Oh, this is good. I I want to get that out right right where it counts. I'll order you a Cupid for this Friday. Thank you. Melissa makes cake. Maybe she'll make me a a Valentine cake. Go ahead. Go ahead, Oh, I thought Thank it was you. interesting. Someone wrote me yesterday that they received a, a sign from their loved one. Uh, mm-hmm. And this was not random. A red right. bird came and sat right right next to them and just sat there, didn't move. And I thought, isn't that interesting? Because wow. it's red, it's Valentine's Day. And I thought, oh, yeah, wow, yeah. that was a great it's, sign. And the it's bird kind didn't of, move. You know, we, we talk about, um, you know, uh, six degree of separation. We we had David Beck from Chicago last week on my show, and we talk mm-hmm. about um, how we're all connected, the oneness of us all. And it's funny, there's two things within the past couple minutes that you mentioned that I could uh, own. The red bird, after my mm. sister Pat died in 2006, I always saw the red bird, and I knew it was her. And to the point where... What kind of bird I is think it? it was, a uh, cardinal. Was it a cardinal? A cardinal robin red okay. I mean, it could be a cardinal. It could be a robin red bird. It's just a red bird, period. Ah. But it's kind of ironic. Mm-hmm. I, I had walked into a store, and I think right prior to her death, the death, I'm sorry, and there, I don't know what drew me to it, but there was this, not even stuffed bird, but something that was it was perched on a um, a branch, you know, it was, you know, ceramic or whatever. I'm, I love, I'm a knick-knack person, but normally I wouldn't buy a bird. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bought mm-hmm. this bird. And then she, I think she passed after, right after that. And then the first thing I noticed was a red bird coming to me. And when I went to go see uh, my, I call her my medium, not that I own her, Deborah, um, she brought that up, and it was my sister. And there was something else you just mentioned, Angels with Wings. That is a song that was written, as I'm sure everybody knows, if you've heard my show, that I've, I've lost a son and daughter to cystic fibrosis while in their 20s. And um, there is a singer, uh, Tammy Cochran, I think her name is, and her song for her two brothers, she named it, and it was about them with cystic fibrosis. It was called Angels with Waiting for Wings. 
So you mm-hmm. just touched me on two different levels just now, but it's not about me. It's about our callers and about angels and encounters and uh, things of that sort. And I'd like to ask you another question, if it's okay. Um, do those yeah. who pass um, always appear in the same manner? Um, what have people told you? I mean, I know you've talked to no. lots of people. No, they no. don't. Okay. They don't. Okay. Some could make the phone ring. Um, mm-hmm. Now we're in, you know, this digital age. Um, you, you may be on the computer and a letter comes through and it could maybe even hit your junk mail. And it mm-hmm. could be from the name of the person that you lost. I mean, those are the kind of things that people report to me. I think that's right. very interesting that it would it's happened to be me. in that it's happened to me. Yeah, yes. my son actually... A couple months after he passed um, on Facebook, um, of course, nobody was using his Facebook page, and um, he was very big into racing in this area. Actually, in the tri-state, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, everybody pretty much knew him for his racing, and everybody has uh, decals on their cars for him. Um, and the Fast and mm-hmm. Furious movie had just come out, and we, I was going with a bunch of his friends to go see it. That mm-hmm. Something popped up on my message from his site, and it came up a song that didn't make any sense at that time, but it was remembered then that actually, ironically, that the medium that I see had posted the night before. I clicked it on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the heck's going on here? And it went right mm-hmm. to the Fast and Furious movie. So I know what you're talking about. It's happened to me. So continue. I want to hear some more of uh, what other people have um, experienced. Okay. I'd like to tell you something that happened to me. Um, okay. This was an actual angel encounter. This happened Mm -hmm. many years ago, and I was on a desolate road, and I was lost. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was about midnight on a desolate mountain road, and Mm -hmm. I write about this experience in the book because there was no one in sight, no buildings in sight. It was just trees and a huge high mountain. I had gone the wrong way as I had left someone's home and headed toward the mountain. Were you in California so still? Or, or, or? Yes, I was in California. And right, um, right. what happened was that I continued up this hill, and this is amazing, actually. The whole story is in the book, but I saw someone on the side of the road, and mm-hmm. I pulled over. I wouldn't normally do this, but I was completely lost. And I pulled right. over. It was a young man with blue, blue eyes. And right. I said, could you help me? I'm lost. He said, oh, I'm trying to get to my father's office. He said, it's about, I think he said, one or two miles up the road. I put this mm-hmm. total stranger in my car. Oh, my God, I you're said, crazy well, lady. I, <laughs> I don't want you that. <laughs> no, but how, I didn't know how what long ago was to this? do. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, sometimes you know, just get amazing. a gun. Right. You know, I never would have done it in, in other, you know, in another circumstance, but I really was desperate. And mm-hmm. anyway, like I said, uh, he said, my, my father's office has a large map. And from there, I can show you where we're, where we're at, and then you mm-hmm. can we'll look where you're trying to get to. We drove right. a mile or two up the road pulled over to the left, and there was a small one-story building. There were no other buildings in sight. Wow. He got the key. He went inside, turned the lights on. There were all kinds of desks. I don't know what kind of business it was. And Mm -hmm. there was a huge map on the wall. 
he, wow. he walked back to the back of the room. He said, here's, here's where we are. Where are you trying to get to? I said, Glendale, California, to my parents' mm-hmm. home. And he showed me how to go. Fine, we right. came out of the office. He didn't do anything else at the office. This was all mm-hmm. in a matter of five minutes. We walked wow. out. I walked out from the building, walking toward my uh. car. He followed me, you know, like he was right behind me. I right. turned around, and he was gone. He disappeared. There was, he just disappeared between walking out of the building and going to my car, which was about probably six feet away. And he never spoke to you, uh, like, goodbye or anything like that? Nothing. He disappeared. And I followed the directions, wow. and I got right home. Well, that's kind now, of ironic. I didn't but, realize know, what it meant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it meant at the time. It right. didn't dawn on me. I was just grateful. That's all I could say. I got home and I was grateful. I didn't mm-hmm. know it, know about it till many years later when I mm-hmm. heard a program on the radio and a man was talking about angels. And mm-hmm. he said they, have, they tend to have these blue, blue eyes. And I right. thought of my encounter. And he also wow. talked about how someone helped him on the side of the road and how they vanished. Right after really? they helped him. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, wow. Um, I thought that was really interesting. That's when Melissa, it dawned uh, on me what would happen. Right. They do exist because it's happened to me in really strange situations where they shouldn't have happened that um, I didn't figure it out right away. And I this one night I happened to know it. I, I may tell the story later in the show. But it was a, actually mm-hmm. I, I think I wrote about it in my first book, uh, Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug. Um, actually, I ended, I think, that book pretty much. Melissa would know. She was my editor about mm-hmm. some angel encounters. Oh. Do you remember, Melissa? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was kind of a, but we won't go into it right now. Um, I don't want to give you, away Melissa? the amazing yeah. ending, but, <laughs> but yes. It no, no, I'm not going to, if you want to read about it, read my book. No. Yes. <laughs> Melissa, have you felt that you've ever had angel encounters? I definitely have. Like, I remember I told you a couple of times that my car was covered in feathers, and it was after oh, right, like, I right. was praying to some of my family members, and it's happened several, several times. <laughs> and like I said, it's usually mm-hmm. when I'm like praying or reliving their memories or talking to them. Um, so I definitely think that that's a sign from them. I don't think it's just a bird that lives above my car or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, we've talked about it because it's usually um, when we're doing something, right? Like yeah, we're, if we're hosting a uh, if your charity. Or... Come out. Yeah. Right. Something, something what do you think about that, Cindy? Related. Cindy, you I know, think uh, it can have you ever had... Thing. I've mm-hmm. had it happen. And what I would say is sometimes it's to let us know they're with us. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's to encourage us, and it can right. be like a green light. You know, like green light, yes, you're on the right track. Go ahead and do this right. particular thing. Mm-hmm. And warnings. I've had it warnings. I had two severe car accidents um, where I, uh, Melissa will tell you, I was severely injured in both and almost killed in both. Two times that week, both both accidents within, one was in 92 uh, someone ran a red light and hit me. And in 2006, oh. there was another severe accident. But both weeks before both accidents, I had two near miss accidents very close to almost like a warning of both accidents. And I'm like, and it didn't hit me till after the first accident. I'm like, nah, maybe coincidence, you know. One time, right before my major one in 92, I'm coming down a very large hill in the town over from me. It's a very hilly town. And um, my brakes went. 
right in front of a Beeline bus. I don't know mm. how I survived it, but within two days was my major accident. Uh, something had happened two days before that where there was almost a near miss coming around a curb, and someone almost hit me head on. I'm like, what that? And I was sober. I wasn't like I was drinking and driving and being an idiot. I'm like... It didn't really hit me until the second accident. The same thing happened. Uh, that week week or two before, I had two near misses, and then I had the uh, pretty close to almost fatal accident. They, they, the surprise, either one of those I, I lived. I had severe head, in, head injuries with both. and So I felt at the time when I thought about it, they were warnings to me. You know, our angels, I feel, mm-hmm. do come to warn us. They come to bring us hope, but I think they also come to warn us of um impending uh, tragedy, you know, or to, you know, look, we're, we're around you, we've saved you, we're going to save you again, what have you, and I know with Melissa, with the feathers, it's, we're not talking like one feather, her car has yeah, we're talking covered like in my right white, white, like feathers that I've never seen before, covering the car, <laughs> like, several occasions, wow. it's amazing, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. you know, yep. one thing I'd like to bring up, too, is that okay. there was a subject that came up this week, um, mm-hmm. that some people have lost a, a loved one and they don't get any signs. I want to address that for a moment. Okay. I wrote my book so that if someone did happen to get a sign, they would recognize it as such. That exactly. was the whole purpose. Yeah, I feel like that's right. really important. There are people that didn't get any, but that does not mean loved ones are not around and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they are not thinking of you. Um each one, I would say, has a different, in other words, there's a different relationship. There's a, mm-hmm. Maybe it's not easy for the person to come through. That I don't personally mm-hmm. know. But there are people that have not had time. If anyone's right. listening tonight and didn't get one, I would like to say, A, you may not have recognized it, and B, mm-hmm. if you haven't, that doesn't mean they're not around you. And that's really important right. for me to say. Okay. Oh, definitely. I totally agree with you because I think a lot, I think if you're open to it, um, they come in. Um, some people are frightened. I know I was in the beginning. I've My my book, my first one that's out, I've got more coming out shortly, but it, like I said, it's called Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug. And they, the signs have come to me in the rainbows, in the butterflies. Mm-hmm. I see butterflies very significant, especially like me, um, you know, people that have lost, I've lost two children, but people that have lost, you know, one, two or whatever, um, they seem to all be contacted in some shape or form with the butterfly. Um, my last Peggy, part of my book, Peggy, uh, yeah. Excuse mm-hmm. me. How old, uh, how old was your daughter and how old was your son? My daughter was 28. My son was 22. And how many years apart did they pass? Uh, about eight years. Uh, she died okay. on Mother's Day, know. 2002. He just died a week mm-hmm. ago, um, February 2nd. It was three years a week ago on February 2nd, 2011. Okay. So I they were just about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Crusher, of course, her dying actually on Mother's Day. That was like, oh, my gosh. And it was also mm-hmm. Melissa's uh, parents, my co-host and my niece, my... Her her father is my brother, who's a uh, he's a minister, and and her mother, lovely lovely woman, and uh, it was happened to be their anniversary, plus on Mother's Day, the actual Mother's Day that year, and my son, well, it's not a big holiday, but he died on Groundhog's Day, February second. But I've found in my family, I've had several losses. Uh, you know, my book tells them all, my, and I really haven't had time to grieve them all because I get slammed again. First, both my parents, mm-hmm. brother-in-law, sister-in-law. 
a brother and sister. My husband and son died nine months apart. Uh, my father-in-law in between. It's like I was getting slammed one right after the other. But they've all died, I would say 99% of them, either on someone's birthday or a holiday or a combination of the two in my family. It's, a, it's crazy. I don't quite get that, but I find that happens a lot to people. And uh, it, 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 it's, it's insanity. I think the biggest one is my husband died on April 22nd, which happened to have been my late brother's birthday. My late brother mm-hmm. died on April 21st, the year he died, in 98, the day before his own mm-hmm. birthday and the day before my husband passed. Um, mm-hmm. I was dating a fellow. His dad's birthday was April 22nd. The two, two, mm-hmm. I, I think I mentioned it, Cindy, because Cindy and I do talk, that the twos are very significant. The two, two, twos, the two, my son ended up dying on two, two, you know, February 2nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband died on April 22nd. Um, it's just the twos are oh, wow. the very twos significant are big for you. Oh yeah, my gosh, and there's are. even more. I, it's even more. You know, um, three and actually the the year that my husband, my father-in-law, my son all died nine months apart. Three months to the day of my son, after my b- brother Bob's wife died on May second. Three months to the day, two again. It's like my sister died on May 20th, my daughter May 12th, my mother May 26th. You know, so I've got April and May. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't even want to see those months. Too many memories, you know. So mm-hmm. it's just there's, I, I don't quite get it. I don't quite get it, you know. But would you like mm-hmm. to speak about some other, other, the, uh, other encounters in your book? Uh, could you tell us, you know, one or, one yeah. or more of the other you know, stories? I'd love to hear them. I'd love to tell you this story. It's from a wonderful woman named Heather. She had mm-hmm. lost her son in his early 20s. He was killed in a mm-hmm. motorcycle accident. Now, Heather right. lives in Australia. Well, okay. his, name is Mark, his name was Mark, and shortly after mine. he died. Do you know that yes. was my son's name? Oh, I didn't realize yes. it. Okay. So Mark with a C or Mark yeah. with my, my son was Marcus, but it was M-A-R-C. And, yep, my I son's name was Mark. Mark wow. Okay. Well, okay. uh, let me tell you this story because it's very interesting. His mm-hmm. name was Mark, like I said, and shortly after he died, Heather and her husband went to a restaurant by the beach to eat. It was actually mm-hmm. a restaurant where they used to love to go as a family. And right. they ate, and her husband went to pay the bill. So she was sitting alone mm-hmm. at the table. All of a sudden, a man got up from another table where he was sitting with his wife walked up mm-hmm. to Heather and gave her a big hug. Oh no. She ended up telling him she ended up telling him about her son and she went to sit at the table with him and his wife. The man explained to her that he felt so compelled to come over and give her a hug. He didn't know what was making him go do it. It's nothing he'd ever done oh, in his life. That happened to me. Even more a... com- but wow. more confirmation that it was an angel hug. The man's mm-hmm. name was Mark and his wife's name was Heather, which is her name. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. You know, no. um, I'm going to bring up two things in relation to the story you are just telling, and Melissa will back me on this. Uh, well, the first one was the hug. It's in my book, why it's called, you know, One Last Hug. The morning, it was a few weeks after my daughter died. And um, I was very depressed, of course. It was my first child dying, knowing I had another one with the same illness, both having cystic fibrosis. And life, um, they don't usually live very long, but I, we hope for the best. And a friend of mine called me that morning, and she says to me, Peg, if there's anything 
that I can or anybody could do for you, what would you want right now? I would say I said one last hug for my daughter. That's where I got the, the part of the book. So oh. my other girlfriend called me. Where do you hear this? I don't know if I, I, I ever told you this. My other girlfriend called me who was totally unrelated to this friend. They weren't even friends, you know, different parts of my life, and says to me, look, you need to get out of the house. Um, she had younger children. She goes, I'm bringing my daughter. Her friend slept over, blah, 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 blah. Make a long story short. She picks me up. She goes, let's stop at Wendy's. I had to go pick supplies at the store for work I was doing on the side at the time. And um, we walk into Wendy's. As we're walking in, the little girl, a friend of her daughter, bore a striking resemblance to my late daughter who had just passed. The kid knew nothing about me, okay? We go to Wendy's, we get our food. The kid comes over to the table, goes like into a trance, wraps her arms around me and starts crying, comes to, looks at me, she goes, ma'am, why am I hugging you and why am I crying? I almost yeah. dropped the food. My girlfriend had no idea. She could, and she didn't even know I told my other friend that morning I wanted one last hug. So that's where I get the name of the book. The other thing, um, Melissa, um, there was a story I wanted to share. Um, uh, what the heck was it now? I've, I've lost my credit, so we're going to have to come back to it. But it was a, a something similar that Melissa was there for and, and, and seen things that have happened. Because we usually get things at the same time, her and I. We have a gift, both of us, and uh, we're developing it. <laughs> you know, I'm not making any promises on the air for anything with anyone. Some of us have, some of us mm-hmm. don't. I think we all have potential for it if you're open to it. Um, and I, I think some of us see more signs than others. Melissa, why don't you mention some of the signs you've seen? Um, I've definitely seen butterflies with my cousin around. Like every time mm-hmm. that I think about my cousin or it's near, you know, her birthday. Well, her her cousin passed. is my, my children. My cousin my children. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm that sorry. was my daughter. Um, Mm-hmm. Right. So every time that I, you know, that it's around her birthday or a holiday and I'm, like, thinking about her, a butterfly will come right. to me. Um, like I said before, with the feathers, that's definitely a big one for me. And then if I'm doing something major, I get rainbows. Mm-hmm. Like, if I, you know, fall in love with a guy or something, I'll get, like, a huge rainbow in the sky. And just, like, things like that. She's like, things one. in nature. <laughs> right. Like, things in nature, I see a lot. I see a lot of signs mm-hmm. in nature. So... For me, that's a lot. It's just like, you know, the rainbows, like I said, the butterflies, the feathers. And I know and like it's Cindy from said, above, the birds, the bird like coming. Well, I actually have no. a red cardinal story to share with you guys, too. Oh, great. I'd like to hear it. Yeah. Now, it didn't directly happen to me, but my neighbor, um, she lost her husband's father. And this was about mm-hmm. two weeks ago, and I was reading it on Facebook. And she said his symbol, like his favorite thing in the world was a red cardinal. And it was the day mm-hmm. after he passed away. And she was like, you know, just send me a sign, send me a cardinal. And all of a sudden, within an hour, there was a red cardinal perched in her tree in her yard. And we're talking like, you know, zero degree temperatures out there. It's freezing cold. And a nice red cardinal up on the tray. And I was like, that is definitely a sign from him. Oh, a sign. You know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you, real quick, and we'll get back to Cindy because I have some more questions to ask her. Mm -hmm. Share the butterfly story. Melissa is not only just my editor and my co-host on the show. She's also a teacher. And she was, I think you were at school that day teaching, and, and your mother called you and said there's this butterfly flying around the house. Tell, tell Cindy and the audience what happened. Um, so there was a butterfly that was around the house, and I went home, and I had heard that it flew around, but then it disappeared, and nobody could find it. And I was like, all right, well, let me, let me check this out. So I came home, and I saw a butterfly, and it just came out, literally came out of nowhere. And it flew right towards me, and it was on the ground. And I was, like, looking at it, and I'm like, 
it's really beautiful. It's like this big monarch butterfly. And I just kind of looked at it. It wasn't really moving. It wasn't really in motion. It was just kind of like staring, which I found mm-hmm. odd because I'm like, it's an animal. What did you think it would be like moving? And it flew right onto my leg, and it just sat and there stayed. like perched. Like just, it <laughs> opened its wings, and it just stayed mm-hmm. there. It wouldn't leave. And I was like, this is the weirdest thing. I took pictures of it. And then after like half an hour, because I was like, okay, maybe this poor little thing wants to be free. So I went outside and I put it on like a beautiful, like, you know, little flower. And I like, you know, said goodbye. And it was really, it was adorable. But it, it clung to your leg moment. the whole time once you came it home. It clung like, to my leg, almost like glue. Can you imagine like, it that, wouldn't, Yeah, like it wouldn't come off of my That's leg. I literally I had wondering. to pick it up. Yeah. The what I'm, I'm sorry, Cindy? Who do you think it was? I really think it was Meg. I'm almost positive it was Meg. Cause yeah, I was Meg was my daughter, her day. cousin, and her, she was her babysitter. My daughter used to babysit Melissa, so they were very close. Okay, that's right. what I was yeah. wondering. I was wondering who you thought sent it or, you know, who it represented. That, that was what I was wondering. Well, yeah, the reason I say that, worked. because that, mm-hmm. that was one of, one of the very first signs my daughter sent me the day after she died. And her, her uh, that's also on my book. But uh, short story, I didn't know my daughter adored butterflies. She, she was kind of, she could be a tough nut to crack at times, you know. She didn't always share everything. And I wasn't into tattoos, but the last tattoo she had was a butterfly on her ankle, and I never got to see it. And her friend shared that with me when this weird butterfly started acting very strange the day after she passed. So that's when I started mm. feeling the butterfly uh, attachment and connection to my daughter. Right. And it was like everyone I talked to after my daughter died was having butterfly experiences that never had them before. Mm. So there was definitely a connection with that. I mean, what do you feel, Cinda? Have you had the uh, the connections, too, with the butterfly, or people have told you about it, or...? People have told me about them, and I have not had them personally. What okay. I find my signs are are much more specific to the person. I'm go- mm-hmm. Let me think. Let me think of an example a minute. For instance, okay. let's say that the person who's lost is in a particular uh, a particular uh, profession. All right, mm-hmm. and. All of a sudden, there, you see something. Maybe it's a sign on the highway or something just appears to you. Maybe it comes across the television screen. It doesn't have right. to be physically like right there on your leg or anything else, but it might have mm-hmm. to do with their profession. I've had it happen to me, I think, three times where there was a loved one that I lost whose right. name was on a television show right in front of my face. Like, there's an office, and they walk into the person's office, so on the door is their name. And that name has been the name of a loved one I lost. That's a sign. Yeah, that happened to me recently, They too. want you to watch that movie. So it well, the, may not always exactly. be in nature. It can happen other ways. Oh, I just want to stop you one second, Sam. Uh, I, there's several callers on the board, and I don't see anyone pressing one, so I don't know whether you're just listening in or you want me to pick up a line, um, if you want to talk and, and, and share your stories or whatever happens, because we never know, we're just kind of like free spirits here, uh, press the number one on your phone um, and let us know that you would like to, other than listen and um, talk to us, okay? So actually there's a question mark. Maybe that's what I, I'm still learning. Uh, this is what my sixth show. So question mark may be that they press one. So <laughs> bear with me, people. So go ahead, Cindy. Oh, I did want to say that um, 
I have a Facebook page called Angels uh-huh. at My Door also. So if there's anyone mm-hmm. listening, on that page, I've got sections in there under photos the, in the album section. You know, on, a, on a Facebook page, you click photos and you get to albums. And I talk right. about all the different signs. And I would also like mm-hmm. to say that saying goodbye to someone we love is extremely difficult. I think that there's not enough attention paid to the grieving person. Often exactly. people at work, even family and friends might think, oh, you know, it's, it's been a month. That's mm. right. It's been a blink. It's been a blink. And they yeah. don't have the patience for it. They don't want to hear it. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I started <laughs> the Facebook page, you know, so that people right. could have a place to go to where right. they could read posts that maybe talk about how they feel. They may right. want to share them. They might not want to, but at least right. they can get some solace. And I think that makes a big difference for people to have right. a place that they can gather online uh, where mm-hmm. they can get some support. Um, right. I think, it's very, I think it's very important. In that regard, we're lucky we're in the digital age because reading a book will do one thing for you, but having a community makes a big difference. Right. And well, you have radio almost, show. if I recall, 30,000, close to 30,000 people on your, your site there, right, Sid? Yes. And I was going yep. to say that this, this program is a community, meaning mm-hmm. that people can tune in every week at the same time and listen to stories about others who've been through something similar. Um, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And, and that yeah, they yes. become and part that's, of, this, of this radio I feel- community. So I feel like it's been outreach, my calling. Then. Yeah, I, I did this, you know, I, I, and I say this on every show and people are probably sick of it, probably sick of me, but um, I'm being positive. Um, I'm trying to make lemonade out of lemons. Uh, you know, I've suffered major grief, uh, parents, siblings, but I have to say losing, I've lost two children uh, in their 20s, so I had memories and uh, Christmases and parties and the whole shebang. That is a different kind of grief. I Actually, if you want to go to my archives, all my shows are archived. You can listen. That was a, two or three shows ago. Um, if you're a grieving parent, I um, it, pretty much uh, it's – I also write poetry, so I, I've done some tell-off poems, I should say, to people. Not being rude, but they just don't get grief sometimes, especially a parent's grief goes on. Parent's grief is very different, and it goes on forever. And if you'd like to you know, go into my program and get the archive, I did a whole – program on, on what grieving parents go through and that's a forever deal it's it's very different from a parent or even a sibling because then like i said i could say or, or even a husband or wife i've lost them all not a wife but a husband okay you know, I, think, but, uh, I think it's i think it's interesting that i had someone on my page i just have to interject this story i had someone sure. on my page one day right on the page i am so brokenhearted I just lost my child. Now, let me Mm -hmm. just explain that when I get a note like that, my heart breaks in two. I'm not not distanced from it. I guess that's how I want to describe it. Right. And someone wrote about a half hour later, and I quote, I know how you feel I lost my dog. Now, I'm not not minimizing... Okay, I'm not minimizing <laughs> anyone's pet at all Mm-mm. because no, I am very I have my pets. I love attached them. to my pets. 
I mean, mm-hmm. I'm talking very attached to my pet. Yeah. But the person who lost the child may not take that in the vein that it's meant. That person mm-hmm. meant, I'm so brokenhearted, I feel your brokenheartedness. Well, right, right. there are yeah. other people that could have, it, I think it depends on the closeness between the two people. Um, mm-hmm. Let's look at this. A mother carries a child for nine months. When that mm-hmm. child's born, we are responsible for the feeding and the clothing. I think you can remember uh, a time, let's say, when you didn't have to wake up in the middle of the night. And after you right. do, for many years, even when they're grown, you, it happened to me anyway, I think, oh, wait a minute, is the baby up? Because we're, right. so, we're so tuned in to the fact that our child could wake up in the night. Well, the same mm-hmm. with fathers, because fathers get up too. This is right. a, a connection. It's, they are dependent on us, on us 100%. As parents, yeah, I, t- I, and I then, talk about it on that show. You know, yeah, I took, yeah. Okay, that well, then the, when the, the thing is, I've, is I've gone, actually, yeah. Well, when I think the, the child's thing, gone, I've had people yeah, ahead, ask, sorry. "Am I still a parent?" They mm-hmm. want to know, "Am I still a parent?" If they only had one child, and the child is gone, and I say, right. "You are absolutely a parent. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you are." Yep. And I just yep. want to get that out there to everyone who, you know, who may be listening, who is a parent that lost a child. I well, have not. What they don't get is that we go on about our memories. I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine well, it. Well, that's it. People say to me, you know, I've posted, I mean, even though I do this and I do readings um, and I write my books and I do my fundraisers, last week on the anniversary of my son, I was, I still, I'm human. I go ballistic. I cry. I vent. I, I yes. think of, it's the worst thing is we're all delighted when we see our child take that first breath and they do their APGAR score and they're fine and blah, blah, blah. My case, my kids look great and whatever, but they were both born. Two of my four. I have two other children that are healthy, thank God. But I, we watched them take their first breath. And with my son, I was at his bedside when he took his last that has to be the cruelest thing in life. There's just no way to even communicate to anyone unless you've experienced that, what that feeling's like. It's like, no. you know, us moms, like you were saying, you still have that, you get up in the night and blah, 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 blah. And me, you know, every, I also lost a nephew a year ago to something else. He wasn't sick. Something else happened. And the bottom mm-hmm. line, the grief is the same. My experience, of course, having two sick kids there were IVs and many hospitalizations, and both my kids needed, my son needed double lung liver transplant. My daughter needed double lung. I, I, mine was like beyond. I'm not taking away from anybody that's lost a child to whether it be suicide or uh, overdose or, or a car accident or whatever. You know, the, the bottom line, mm-hmm. the grief is the same. But I've had the little extra of watching my kids suffer. It, I can't even convey to you what that feeling is like. And us moms, being moms, it's our nature. You want to put a Band-Aid on it. And that was the first thing when I saw my daughter laid out. I walked over to her coffin and I said, I'm sorry, I couldn't put a Band-Aid on it. That's the feeling we feel. We're supposed to be their protectors. We're supposed to be the one to go before them. And this, that's why I say that a parent's grief is very different from any other. I've, you know, Like I said, I've lost a husband. I've lost... Uh, parents and uh, siblings, and it's terrible. Any grief is terrible. We love them all. A child's grief is, grieving a child is 
I I can't even put it into words. Like I said, if you want to hear it on the archives, you can hear what to say and what not to say and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, we have oh, some callers. Um, okay, I just want to say no, something before the callers come on. Sure. A mother said something to me so profound the other night that mm-hmm. I was stunned. She okay. said, and when I say it, I know you're you're going to feel this, okay, because you've okay. lived it. And callers yes. on the line, if they've lost children, they they mm-hmm. will feel this. She said, right. you see, other parents have lost children, but they didn't lose my child. Exactly. Yep. That was mind-blowing. When she yep. said that to me, I was, I was stunned. And I said, you know yep. what? You're so right. Yep. Yep. We can share our... I belong to many grieving groups for with other parents, and I talk to them. I write poetry to help them through. I, I With my poetry, it's kind of like communicating with people that don't really get what we're feeling, especially on the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the bottom line, you're right. I can't... I can, I can feel as a mother, but each of us are different. It's, it is our child. In my case, there were two mm-hmm. of them, my only daughter, my youngest son. You know, and people have made comments also about, well, you have two other children. Yes. And which one of yours would you trade in? That's my answer to them. Which one of yours would you trade in? They're all different. They're all different. We have memories of they they weren't Siamese twins. They were not twins, triplets. Even if they were, they're all different. All different. That's my only answer to people. Yeah. So it's it, there's a lot of stupidity when it comes. I hate to use that word, but there's a lot of stupidity when it comes to a parent's grief. Uh, I know people, yeah. majority of them don't, you know, aren't trying to be mean or belligerent or whatever. But you know what? You get you're walking on um, a fine line when you uh, talk to us sometimes. Um, and that's, like I said, why I did that show. So this is what some people say, and then I come back on that show and say, this is how you should say it. The best thing you can say to a grieving parent, I'm sorry, can I? Can you share the memories with me? I've had people say, get over it. You know, they've been going. Now, my daughter, 2002, my son, just three years. I'm never getting over it until I, I meet them on the other side. Mother never gets over this grief. Sorry. Sorry, it just doesn't no. happen. While you're, I said, while you're going and attending your children's weddings and graduations and and their their first children, I was fortunate. My daughter had two children before she passed. They were four and seven when she died, and um, but my daughter missed out on so much. Twenty eight years old, my son twenty two, no children. Um, while you're doing all this, and I'm watching it, and of course I'm happy for you. It's very difficult. I've had people invite me over from Mother's Day. It's like. You don't know how hard it is for me seeing you celebrate, especially on the day that my daughter died. Not, and I'm not envious. I'm not um, angry at you or anything. I just can't do it. I have to deal with it my own way, and that's the most important thing. We have to deal with it in our own way. We're all, like you said, we're all individuals, and it is my, that's this is my children. Thing. I should bring uh-huh. this up too, maybe. Okay. And I, all right. I'm going to bring it up as a statement, then a question. What mm-hmm. I find is that. In that grief state, in that grief journey, there will right. be oftentimes friends that sort of, for lack of a better word, drift off. But oh, they're well, like usually replaced by most new of mine. friends. <laughs> most of okay. mine. Okay, 
They're usually it's mortality. They're afraid of their own mortality. I'm a reminder of it. That's what I think. I'm a reminder right. of their own uh, mortality. Like, you know, it's not contagious, okay? But mm-hmm. but what I mean is there could be friends that drift off, but often mm-hmm. they're replaced with relationships, friendships that are deeper. Yep. Meaning that possibly it could be that person you didn't know very well that made sure they made that phone call every day for a month to make sure you were okay. It could be yep. that person that bought muffins when you didn't expect it. It seems I've like I've had people drift people off for years and come back in my life like nothing happened. Well, that's what I'm saying. I've had mm. friends that I thought were best friends that that have been going for two, three years and call me like nothing's happened. Like they think, okay, she's better now. Sorry. You mm. know what? My mom used to have a quote. You can count um, most of your friends are acquaintances. You can probably count your friends on one hand and use one or two fingers. Your real friends. And I've I found that yeah. I, I was very you know I wouldn't say going to say popular, but I, I've always been very outgoing. You know, the karaoke queen and the always doing things and having fun and the class clown. The 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 I've been called life of the party, and this is what other people have called me. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. people expect me to be this way. When we went up, Melissa, you can share. We went to karaoke last week, week right, mm-hmm. Melissa? And yeah. everybody hadn't seen me in a while. It's like, oh, Peg's here, blah, 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 blah. Come We're on, really let's sing. Well, you. <laughs> you, well, let me tell you something. I also, on, related to this, I have multiple sclerosis, nothing to do with my children's illness. So I don't walk very well. They're used to seeing me run around and do things and, you know, having a few drinks, and, and which I don't do that. I go out, I'll have one, whatever I have to buy by the wall because uh, I got in trouble with that a few years ago. And I, I own up to that in my book, too. I talk about that. And I uh, had gotten a DWI, and, um, but that was probably a blessing, you know, because it wasn't the way to go. And I admit the truth about that. Um, but for everything that I've been through in life, it's brought me to another level to teach others. You know, it's wrong to drink and drive. It's wrong to – that I should have known. But you know what? Sometimes we're selfish and we, we're not thinking of others. Now this has brought me to think of others, you know. And um, mm-hmm. I think that's what life's about in general, that we it's, – it's like uh, I, I think I talked about in the last show, the definition of insanity. It's when you keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I've learned from everything. I mean, my children was a hard lesson I uh, – I don't I don't even question it anymore. It's written, I guess, in my belief system is you know, there's a, a higher power than us. I, I tend to I call him God. You know, I have no problem with it. And um you know, I guess I'll find out when I get there for what the reason was. But while I'm still here I feel like I have a job to do and that's why I'm doing the show to talk to other people, to help them through it, to let them know somebody's not gonna somebody's here for them. Like, I had nobody. With my daughter, there was no Facebook. There was no – I wasn't one to take pills. Mm-hmm. I I had a glass of wine the night I refused for two some wine, which knocked me on my butt that night. You know, I, people go, oh, yeah, I saw you at the show. You really think I remember it, either one of my kids' funerals who were there or who wasn't? I have no idea. I, it was just I went yeah. through the motions, you know? You go through the motions. Mm-hmm. I don't rem- I remember certain ones. I mean, my kids were both very popular. And there were hundreds mm-hmm. of people. They said at my daughter's funeral, which was the biggest one next to the mayor of the town where the funeral took place. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna re- I just don't remember. I don't remember. I have no clue. 
you know. So, but, and like I said, people assume, and, and Melissa will back me. Tell, tell a little bit of that night, Melissa, the karaoke night, and then we'll get a call, and then we'll go back to Cindy, and we're going to talk about our books and some of our work. And um, share the story of that night. I mean, people just thought it was the bouncy old Peggy, and Peggy couldn't get off the chair. Oh. <laughs> well, no, we'll, we'll share the story, well, what you felt okay. that night. Well, I thought it was really fun, but, you know, the stools were a problem because... No, the stools were very uncomfortable. So I didn't have MS. <laughs> there's poor Peg trying to get up on it, and I'm trying to, like, hoist her up on the stool. She's hoisting me up on the so, stool. And then she yeah. well, she couldn't get on the stool, so I didn't feel I so bad. I couldn't get on the stool myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought it was cute, though, because when that woman did recognize you, the one in charge, she was like, come on, give yep. me karaoke. Come on, come on, I'll bring you the microphone. And she was all excited to see her. And then oh, and I know, did. Peggy started and singing, I Got You, Babe. And, like, the vibe was cool. And everyone's, like, looking. There you go, Cindy. Sonny Bono again. Person. Our connection. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was looking for the mystery person singing on the microphone. And, the you know, this one girl even came up and she was like, you were amazing, Peggy. Your voice is great. And it was just so cute. She goes, but I, I couldn't it. find who was singing because I'm sitting on the other side of the room doing a duet with yeah. Tony the karaoke guy that happened to be a friend of my late daughter's. They used to work together when they were younger. And I'm on one side of the room and doing a duet and everybody's like, okay, we hear her, but where is she? I was buried in a corner. Oh, they put in the corner. So funny. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I was on the side. I was a ghost singer that night. I was on the side where nobody knew where I was. You were your own spirit, Peg. And people are looking around like, where's this coming from? Because I do, I got Janice's voice. I have, you can hear it. I got Joplin's voice. But I can also sing other, and I'm good at duets and what have you. And I'm, usually I have the stage presence, but I can't do it. I can't stand up for long periods of time because of my MS, you know? Um, so people, like I said, are so used to me being this crazy, wild, you know, woman. You know, I should have been on Saturday Night Live, you know, with the uh, Czechoslovakian guys. You know, <laughs> Steve Martin, if you remember that show. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not her. I've Not only because of the MS, and this is the point I want to make, is because I have changed. You know, people look at me, it's like, old peg, new peg, what's this? You do change when you have a loss of a child, and when you have a loss of two, it's like, if you think, I mean, I still have a sense of humor. I eventually has come back, but I'm not going to be the old peg. I can't. You can't expect that, and people have so many expectations of someone, especially as lost children. You, we're not going to be the yeah. same. It's Life is totally different. Oh, totally different. I read, so, let me tell you that I read one day, that, uh, I read it on a grief page. That mm-hmm. someone had gone to work. This is, I, I was, I was just so shocked. She had gone right. to work a week after the loss of her grown child, mm-hmm. and three days later was called into her boss's office and said, "We do not want you mentioning the name of your child. It is very upsetting to people in the workplace." Ah, uh, boohoo! Right? That's my problem. Mm-hmm. To other people. Selfish. You can't be selfish with this, people. Be open. We're all going to lose people. We don't always lose children. You know what? This makes me sick. It really does. But this is some of the things Mm -hmm. I've had to face, too. People, like, give me the puppy dog eyes. Like, don't look at me. I'm not an idiot. You know, I I know what you're saying. Just can you – they don't even say anything. They just look at you with the puppy dog eyes. It's like, well, you know what? You're you're being rude for staring at me. I'm not being paranoid. I can see what you're doing. Just come up to us, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to end this, and I'm going to take a call, and then I've got some more questions to ask you, Cindy, and I want to talk about your books and your your, all the other stuff you're doing. And – just say I'm sorry, 
Don't make us feel different. We already feel different, okay? So um, mm-hmm. I'm going to sum this up. Cindy, you want to give a little more input? And I've got quite a few callers here. I want to take a couple and uh, see see some of their stories. So um, you ready for the callers? I'd to call. Yeah. Okay, well, I've had somebody hanging on an hour here. I'm going to grab this person. I hope they want to come on. If they don't, if I pick, I'm not quite sure about this uh, question mark next to my board. I'm still learning it. So if, if you don't want to come on, don't say anything, and I'll put you back on hold. Okay, so here's the first caller. Okay. Hello? Hello, caller? Did you want to come on the show? If not, don't say anything. I'll put you back on hold. Or did you have anything to add to the show? Okay, I'm going to put them back on hold. I'm learning, guys. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. Okay, they're back on hold. I'm going to take another one here. Hello, caller. Did you want to come on? Hello? Hello, Peggy. Yes. I know, Cindy. This is Claire Ann. Oh hi, Claren. Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from, Claren? I'm in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Oh, okay. Oh, my uncle um, lives there. <laughs> really? I would yeah. like to. I would like. I would like to tell people who Claren is. Okay. Claren lost her wonderful son Graham. Has it been five years, Claren? Six years, and he was also 22, like Peggy's son. Wow, wow. And her story is in one of my books. Her story is in one of my books. And Clarin actually wrote a beautiful book of poetry for parents that have lost children. And it's called... Oh, we have something in common. Aw, sweet. Yes, interesting. Listen to the title. It's called A Mother's Tears. Aww. Wow. Aww. It's so beautiful. And she's a wonderful person. That's my next book coming who... out. Not... It's the same thing, uh, Clarion. Pardon? I'm sure you, you know what you're feeling with the grieving, and and you've probably expressed yourself through your poems like I have to try to make people understand. Am I right? It was very interesting because I had never written a poem, and I mm-hmm. hadn't even thought about writing one. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, the words just started coming. About a year. Well, and a half I can share that with you too. I never did either. My niece, mm-hmm. my niece has always mm-hmm. been a writer. That's on with me, but I, it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like a gift from our children. It's a gift to yes. express what we're feeling and to help others. It's it, it not in turn just helps others; it helps us through it. And uh, do you feel the same way, Claire Ann? Or yes, uh, you know, at the time, you don't realize all of it totally um i had the words only son treasured one go through my mind right and Mm -hmm. i just thought oh i'm going to write that down i was kind of thinking like dreams you know they say write it down or you'll forget and then i think i thought i was journaling you know so i Mm -hmm. I tried to journal a little bit um and i just started writing and truly, mm-hmm. I did not realize I'd written a poem until after I finished writing and read what I'd written. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> that's a poem. Yep. I just thought I about that actually, the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, my next book that's coming and when out I is went my to book bed of poetry. That, mm-hmm. All right. Well, I never had a thought about a book either, of course. I thought the poems were a gift, sort of, I mm-hmm. guess, for me. 
And then right. they just kind of kept adding up, and then I would share some of them, and then people would say, are you going to publish a book? And I thought, well, I don't know. <laughs> you know but, yeah, um, yeah. You know, three three years after he passed, I had the book. Wow. I, yeah, I felt after a while that they were meant to be shared. You felt like it was a calling then? Yeah, I've, I, it was uh, definitely channeled. Yes, and I yeah, think I feel the same. Marianne, um, yeah, could I the, share a story? Uh-huh. Could I share a story about Graham? Uh, about of that course. building. Graham, Graham okay. has come to Cindy. Yeah, <laughs> without us even trying, right? And he I mean, he's showed come me to something. Cindy. Yes, <laughs> and he showed me something during a reading that no one mm-hmm. else had ever shown me before. This is very right. interesting. So it put a whole new slant on signs that we get from our loved ones. Okay, it just right. it puts a whole new slant on it. Um. Mm-hmm. And how we are affected by those who passed over. Graham was in college. Wasn't he almost ready to graduate, Clarion? He started. He started. Just started his senior year. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and he was a wonderful artist, extremely Mm -hmm. talented. Well, Mm -hmm. from the other side, he showed me that he was helping with something else, and I want to describe it. He showed me that he was helping with the design of a building. He showed the, me the beams in the building from him. No, here. Now, oh, really? Uh, he, oh, he was here. doing it here. He was doing it here, but he was doing it wow. from heaven. Now, for wow. anyone who's listening who's an artist, you probably right. have heard the expression that our muses are with us when we're doing art. I do art. So I have mm-hmm. often heard people say our muses are with us. But Graham, God bless him, he showed me from the other side that he was involved in helping to plan the design of this building. He was so wow. specific that Claire Ann understood what building it was. And really? How far is it from the cemetery, Clarion? Oh, like uh, ten minutes, five minutes. Okay. <laughs> really? It was close yeah. to the cemetery where he was buried, and she got pictures for me. Mm-hmm. She and her husband mm-hmm. Sam went there and got pictures. Well, since that time, mm-hmm. I did have another parent uh, that I read for, where the grown child showed me how they helped from the other side to help people that were in a hospital. The interesting part was they weren't saying they were helping the the um, the patients. They were mm-hmm. helping in the waiting room with people that were waiting to get news. Oh, really? So they were trying to bring them comfort. That was unusual. Wow. And so oh, my gosh. I've had about four or five people from the other side who told me what they were doing. Another one actually was helping with children who were orphaned. So mm. children who were, let's say, in a facility because they weren't with their parents for whatever reason. But I felt it was orphaned. And wow, um, this it's just interesting. It means that once we leave here, I don't believe that our job ends. 
And often parents will question, well, why did my child have to go? Mm-hmm. I say perhaps we don't know that there, there is a continued mission, that they yes. might be inspiring I, I the writers today or the builders mm-hmm. today. Uh, yes. Some of our ideas may not be our own. I mm-hmm. wouldn't know and that so, if it wasn't for Graham. Well, I think my children uh, have inspired – well, the writing was – like you, um, 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 Claren, I started mm-hmm. writing my book, which is a bestseller now, um, even before my poetry. I have some poetry in that one, as a way of venting. Mm-hmm. And I say that in my book. I was venting. I was just getting mm-hmm. my feelings on paper. And all of a sudden, people are like, right. uh, you have a book here. And I, I never mm-hmm. even thought about writing a book. I mean, I thought over right. the years, yeah, maybe I'll write a book before all this happened. But I think it was my daughter's inspiration. This book's got to get out. And ironically, mm-hmm. I I wrote it seven years ago. I didn't get it published till December 2012, and I wrote it before my son had passed, and there, I just didn't complete it. So what happened was when he passed, I finally, uh, within a year, got it published, and it leads into – I'm writing um, – well, the poetry book's ready. I'm writing another book leading into his, and I have another one because I was also a victim and now a survivor after all well, my losses to Hurricane Sandy a year ago in New York. And I lost mostly mm. everything I owned. I'm finally back in oh my home, my but still living without a living room, uh, kind of winging it until the spring with that part, but had to live in a hotel for six months and left here with no shoes on wow. my feet with MS for four days, no clothes, nothing. So, but I felt, even during wow. that time, I'm living in a hotel, and my book was published a month, maybe, what was it, Melissa, about a month after the hurricane? Yeah. Yeah, I did the hurricane. Half, I think, because... Yeah, it was October 29th, December, the hurricane, right? and it was it was published December 11th, ironically, yeah. the day my nephew, my nephew passed on December 11th, the day my book came out. My book had come mm-hmm. out, and then wow. I got a call that my nephew mm-hmm. passed away. So I've, we've lost three young t- people in the 20s in the family. It was just, I really feel yeah. like they, they do inspire us. And I'm glad you shared that story. That's wonderful. You know, people think yeah, I, I, I talked about, well, I've, I've talked about oh. people think when we die, we float on clouds and play harps. It doesn't work. They work. We work. We go over there. We continue working. We continue doing things. We There's houses. There's streets much more beautiful than here. And you being an artist. Oh, yeah. Um, um, Cindy, you know, I mean, the mm-hmm. beauty of art, and, and, and you can just imagine what heaven looks like. And that's something I wanted to ask you, well, When you have your visions, what do you see? Do you actually see heaven, or what do you say? Every time, like if I'm reading for someone, every time mm-hmm. I see a different scene. In other words, the people are not in the same place. Right. I would like to mention, however, that at least on two occasions, I have had dreams of Graham, who is Claran's wow. son. When that mm-hmm. happens, they're an encounter, and I know they right. are. One, oh, yeah. one yeah. was recently, within the last month, and mm-hmm. I didn't know what it meant. I, I, really? So I wrote to her, and this is how I do it. Claran, this <laughs> is the dream I had. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here it is for all it's worth, Right. Well, right. it might mean nothing, and it might mean everything. And wow. what, oh, and I would like to mention, if you have a dream or you get a sign, keep a notebook. I say a notebook, not a journal, because you could carry it with you. Like for women, you could put it in your purse. It could be something small. Well, um, you don't want to add nothing to my purse. Melissa has to carry it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Melissa, I'm sorry. You will need one of those rolling things. 
But the reason I say that is you might forget it if you don't write it down right away. But Can I ask you the importance? How did you two meet? How did you two meet by chance? Oh, go ahead. Oh, we have not personally met. Yeah, we've not personally met. How did you find each other? How did you find each other? I was wondering that. How did we? Through, through, I I don't don't know. know. It was through Facebook, I think. Really? I'm not sure. Oh, you know, it could have been Facebook. It could have been Facebook. It was Facebook. But I do want to mention something. This is real important. Claire Ann Mm -hmm. also is the administrator or co-administrator of a group that she runs with Guy Dussault, who's wonderful, and Guy lost his son, Billy, grown son. Billy, oh, I know the story. He wrote the book. What is the name of the group? started this Signs Signs from from Our Loved loved Ones. ones. I'm on that group, too. You must have seen me, Claire. Oh, Claire, have you seen me on that group? So I just wanted Probably. to tell you that, that that's wow. who Claire Ann is. She runs that wow. group. And I, it, she's like me. We're 24-7. We don't sleep. Okay? Wow. <laughs> because I'm telling you, we've been on the radio, right? I don't know. An uh-huh. hour? Do you know how many yeah, we've private been guests on Pamela Marie Edmonds' blog talk radio that, show? That's right. Claire, are, Claire, are we friends on Facebook? I'm, 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 you sound familiar what's, to me. I'm Peggy, not, what's your last name? Peggy S. Emanisi. I'm the one who wrote the poem about um, the recent one that got a lot of response around Christmas, um, Empty Chairs. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's me. Oh, isn't yep, that funny? Yep. See, I just yes, saw, and I, think we I are didn't friends. know what the name of the like show thousands. was. I just saw the phone number on Cindy's Facebook page yeah, just a I, I, while I, you, ago. You were so. familiar to me, and I'm, I'm on a lot of these groups, and I published, you know, I didn't publish the poems yet. I mean, I've written them, but I, I was the mm-hmm. empty chairs at the table, the Christmas poems, and I got a lot of responses, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm positive I put it on that site, and I'm sure you've seen it. You know, it was around the holidays. And, I'm pretty um, sure I read I, some poems with empty chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was me. That was me. mentioned I that did. in there. Wow. Uh, so do you think but you're see, actually on Claire Ann's group? Do you think I'm you're sorry? in the group? Do you oh, think yeah, no, you're I know I'm in her group. group. Oh, I'm, I am on her group. Yes, I am. Yes, yeah, and that's why I asked. And the name Claire, and I, I'm, I'm going to check. I don't want to, because I'm working on my computer, and if I go over to Facebook, I may lose the whole show. I'm afraid to. But I think we're friends I can, also. I can't remember. Can how, how do you, you spell your last Peggy, name? Peggy, A-N-E-S-I. I also have a uh, my own um, yes, an easy. I also have other yeah, uh, pages. Um, I also mm-hmm. have uh, what signs? Um, what's the one I have to send? I don't remember my pages now. What signs? Uh, uh, loved ones <laughs> sent us. I, it's, it's ridiculous. I've got like ten pages. I'm like, oh my gosh! I don't, people are like, what's the name of your show? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> because every it's a main name, but every week it says. I asked her what the name of her show was, and she says, wait a minute, I have to look it up. <laughs> because the theme changes every <laughs> week. They go by the, the uh, signs from our loved ones or something like that. I see you now, Peggy, and I know who you are. <laughs> yeah, Peggy, yes. I see you now. I know who you are. I brought it up. And I'm really? actually the one who added you eight months ago. See, six degrees of separation again. It. I had no idea. I had no and idea. Yep. And you had no idea you were calling into my show. Oh, this is great. I just want to say this. I didn't even know, I, 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 yeah, I didn't Peggy, know who it was. 
I oh my God! The name of her show was Signs from Our Loved Ones. That's what I wanted to tell you, Peggy. What What is the name of my well, show? Uh, what's the name of my show? Melissa, <laughs> what is it? I don't know. <laughs> Who's on first? Um, right. I have no clue. I don't know. Something like that. Who, who cares? <laughs> We're all here. <laughs> there no. you have it. The, we made it. The, because but every you know, week, Cindy the Park, way they have my board up, it changes themes. You know, I do, like, I did Grieving Parents, and I do Mediums, and I do, so that's what I go by, the weekly thing. But they have, like, a main thing that, you know, that, that the, the, the name of the show, and I'm like, and they keep, like, sticking in places where I don't see it. And I'm like, so I'm still, I'm working out the, uh, the I'm, I'm ironing out the creases, guys, okay? <laughs> I'm trying here. I'm trying here. You found me. We got lots of callers on the line. Who cares? It's working. You know, one day I'll remember. <laughs> what? You know what I love though. about this, too, is how this shows how uh, many different ways signs can come and how it's not right. necessarily directly to the person. I mean, look, Graham. Oh, no came to uh, Cindy in her dream just a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. And that's interesting, too, because it had to do with art, and he was a graphic design major. And that's another mm-hmm. story, too, because there again, I haven't, had never picked up a paintbrush in my life. I didn't do anything really? with art. And a friend of mine um, about a year or so ago who gets messages from Graham sometimes and she said, you know, you know you're going to think I'm crazy, but uh, she said Graham came to me and he told me he wanted you to start painting. Really? And you know what? In- instead of saying, I can't paint, why would I paint? Well, I don't know if I could paint. I just said, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> so have <laughs> and, you cried? Uh, have you cried yet? For- yeah. Oh, and he's I amazing. Did some, he's did amazing. Some amazing. Really? paintings and i mm-hmm. don't know anything about <laughs> painting and um, well you know what that's the gift re- there you go the from see, the my art side. teacher retired and moved out mm-hmm. of state so i haven't um done anything for about six months well i'm still doing but doing stick funny... figures girl so that's not my gift no. <laughs> well <laughs> I'm not i mean you, but i i'm thinking that part of the the teaching with that is is for us to realize that there's so much inside of us that we're just not aware of and if you just yeah, we don't open use yourself up to the possibilities you don't yep. know what you can do and i'm thinking that maybe by the poems coming and seeing mm-hmm. that manifest that shows the possibility of things and so you don't discount you know Exactly. I mean, if someone told me two months ago I'd have a radio show, I would have laughed in their face. It just came out of the blue. Um, It led from my book into my poetry to the radio show. Excuse me? I would like to mention something. Okay, go ahead. What I find very, very um, amazing about Claire Ann and about you, Mm -hmm. Peggy, I have to say this. I speak to a lot of grieving parents on a daily, actually hourly basis. And I would right, like to right. say, because you're both on the air together right now, what I mm-hmm. see from both of you is the sense that, you know what, I, I can't control what happened. No. But 
I mm-hmm. want to affect, but I want to affect my life and the lives of others in a positive way because yes. of what I went through. Now that that's what I'm saying. Lemons to lemonade. Yep. I mean, I yes. I use very basic terms. I'm turning lemon into lemonade. And people look at me like, oh, you're so corny. I'm like, whatever. I, I'm try- And some people I have to talk to that way because they, they can't really comprehend what I'm doing. They're like, look at me. Some people think I've gone off the rocker. Some people think, oh, yeah, I read her book. Oh, God, EBGBs, you know. She's got ghost stories, you know. No, these aren't ghost stories. These are, these are things that have happened. Uh, Cindy, I think you kind of let a little bit of your cat out of the bag. We weren't going to talk about you. You do have a gift. Um, I have a gift. Uh, Melissa has a gift. Claire has a gift with her art and what have you. I don't know if you have you felt like um, Claire's uh, Claire Claire Ann, Have you felt that you ha- have you felt any like premonitions for other people around you, or has that ever ha- have you ever had that experience? Or I I get a lot of synchronicities, and mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Graham is with me twenty four seven. And oh, yes. that we are working working together. Together as a team. And I, me, well, you know, could I interject yeah. something? Sure, listen sure. To Claire, mm-hmm. Listen to Claire Ann's name and think of the word clairvoyance, Claire. the word mm-hmm. clairaudience, which means clear. And I right. think that, this, I can't explain this, but with her name alone, that mm-hmm. tells me that, that this is going to open up wider, meaning right. clear, meaning clear, okay? Whether right. she would see it as in clairvoyance mm-hmm. or hear it as in clairaudience, mm-hmm. my feeling is that it will open up more and more um, and that, and I think each of us have a gift in something. Now, I'm not saying it's oh, yeah. that. Yes. I'm saying that we each have a gift. And mm-hmm. sometimes... Life comes to a standstill for whatever reason because mm-hmm. we're supposed to recognize what that gift is that could have oh, been, yeah. you know, lying dormant. That, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, Cindy, I think that the dream that you had a few weeks ago when Graham came was another message, and it involved the art. Yes, it did. See? It did wow. involve the art. Wow. So it's but another I was way. In, in the yeah. dream, I was in a store, and there were tons mm. of frames, just gorgeous frames, but tons of them. And I thought, why am right. I dreaming about these frames? I looked over, and here were all these pictures of Graham. I would say at least a hundred. And really? they were, oh, they were black and white. I didn't know if I told you that, Clarion. They were black and white. Why you didn't tell me that? And mm-hmm. they were black and white. They were gorgeous. And um, then I walked into another room and there were all these frames and I said, I need to frame Graham's pictures. That's what the dream was about. And uh, what happened was in the meantime, Claire Ann got busier with her art. So it, wow. because it was the idea of something being framed, my feeling mm-hmm. is that I didn't know what the dream meant. And she said, oh, it could, it could have to do with my art. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, I think that that Graham's going that that's going to be something that's going to be unfolding, and that maybe I'm going to be painting or you know drawing something. The frames are going to be filled. Right, right. That's what I think. Peggy, well, I believe yeah. they what do. Peggy, Peggy, 
Would it be okay yeah. if Clarion co-host for a second, and I'll be back in a minute? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'd like to ask her some more questions. Well, take it away, Clarion. You, you go. You go. We, we were figuring out how we were going to tell go, people girl. when we take a break. Go, you do what you got to do, well, girl. Well, there's going to be a separation. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, no problem. Um, let me ask you some I questions, Clara. Do you mind? Party. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> um, Peggy, do you have, I have, I have a I have a daughter. She was three mm-hmm. years older than Graham. Oh, yeah. was she? And I now have um, a little granddaughter. Oh, and, and and you said Graham was 22. Was, uh, do you mind me asking? Was he sick? Was it an accident? Was, he fell. Accidentally. Oh, he fall. did. Just a, a crazy freak fall. Oh no! Yeah, he was just gone in a second. You know, Claire, I you know I do think we've talked on Facebook because I think I've responded to you about that. I do you think remember? we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. when I this went to a, see if you, you remember, and then I saw the picture. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, the picture of my son. That was my son uh, about three months before he passed away. He's mm-hmm. very jaundiced. He he was twenty two, looked twelve. Um, I don't know if you know anything about cystic mm-hmm. fibrosis. It's a, it's a horrific, horrific disease. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. He needed two lungs and Peggy. liver transplant. Oh. <laughs> yes, Unbelievable. go ahead. But, you well, know, one of the things when, I want to bring up, were, and I don't know whether... Yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Well, go ahead. I just... I have this poem that uh, came to mind when you were talking uh, about people and children and, and all that, and... Um, Mm-hmm. I thought you might. You, like would you it. like to share it's it? Called other. Yeah, it's called other people. Okay. And I know you t- totally relate to this. I could oh, empathize yeah. and sympathize before my son died when hearing of other people's losses—spouses, siblings, friends, and bosses—I would be sad, but of course be so glad that it wasn't me undergoing such tragedy. You never really imagined that it could ever happen to you or your family. Mm-hmm. How could that be? And then the unthinkable comes true. The other people becomes you. And you realize that you never really knew what those other people were actually going through. When your world comes crashing down without a single sound, you feel as if you're all alone when your child will never be coming home. You could have one child or ten. It doesn't matter when you know that no one can take the place of that one precious child's face. My life is in pieces. I pray this anguish eases as I work to rebuild my life. Nothing now feels right. Focusing on the blessings won when God gifted us with our son is what I seek to concentrate on now that he is physically gone. Though our life will never be the same, the love will forever remain. So with every breath that I breathe, my son is still alive with me. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, beautiful. That it, Melissa writes poetry ask too. You that to is read a poem. great. Oh, I'm so, so glad that you. Oh, that, you, that was beautiful. That, you read it that was beautiful. You know, before well, the, I thought it related to was, what I, you all were talking about. Well, you know what? It touched me because it's kind of like what I say when my poems and what I write is that it it, it kind of really makes you sit back and 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 feel the words you know what i'm saying you're really feeling the words i could feel you being yes. a, a grieving parent myself and feel like mm-hmm. the other's not really quite getting us you know and, uh, and something mm-hmm. that you had brought up and i was waiting for cindy to get back on the phone and that was very beautiful i would love to hear it you have a poetry book out now or you said the the tears yes, um what was called, the name of it? Um, um, mother's tears okay and where can we get that loss and discovery 
on Amazon.com. Okay, uh-huh. cool. That's and, where mine is too. And Marion also has a blog called A Mother's Tears. So if you put A Mother's okay. Tears into Google, you will find her, and her book is also on her site. Um, oh, great. Okay. Quick question, Peggy. Are you, yes. as we're doing this show, are you also on Facebook? And Melissa, are you on Facebook? Yeah. At the present time? Oh, no. I mean, well, see your my feed? Facebook is here, but I'm not going, I'm not looking at it right now, no. Because okay. I'm afraid I'm going to lose the board. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just on the phone. <laughs> I could Melissa I likes a text message. She okay, likes the text reason message. Is, I'm sending both of you. I'm sending both of you a picture of Graham. That was all you can see it when they. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. <laughs> He's a beautiful oh, boy. Like I said, I would love to go to it now, but I, I may lose the whole show because I'm not a um, very technical. <laughs> I'm a blonde. Don't, they said on the last show. David, my, my guest, my guest from Chicago last week, David Beck, who is a renowned, uh, world-renowned psychic medium and. Um, dance choreographer, blah blah blah. And every time I, I, I joke about myself a lot, and I don't. I, I love myself. I do love who I am. I love who I am. I think we should all love ourselves. Love starts at home. If we we love ourselves, we can't help but love others. You know. So I do throw in my little blonde jokes, even though I'm not naturally blonde. Okay. So <laughs> this is my little offbeat sense of humor, and it's not downing myself. I like to make people laugh, and I laugh with them. I don't laugh at them. I laugh with them. So I just wanted to let you know. And one subject I wanted to bring up, and I'll let you guys take the show. Um, but um, when you said about Graham um, inspiring you, I was told by a, a friend of mine who was a medium a couple, well, maybe maybe about a month ago, that um, the, our kids do have jobs on the other side. I mean, so you don't stop working. You keep yeah. going. You know, our spirit stores. Sure. And I was told that my son, Marcus, has and it's very seldom that God, I call him God, I have no problem calling him God, I don't call him anything else, that God has given him a job which is unusual, and he has now been appointed my my spirit guide, so he's with me all the time. I mean, I, I have felt his presence yes. a lot. Yes. I have had a lot of signs. My next book, Racing Hannas in Heaven, is about him and about, I mean, right. the signs are off the hook, friends' signs, uh, uh, people that I didn't even know. It's like, oh, my gosh, my TV turned on, and it was a show he'd watch, mm-hmm. and I went to bed, it wasn't on. But I have so many of these stories. And um, I right. recently I talked about it in my last show. Um, a friend of his passed a week after I did a fundraiser in November for Mark's 25th birthday. It would have been his 25th. And this kid was coming to me from the day he got into the car accident, a week after my fundraiser, till the day he died. Never knew the kid he, because there were hundreds of kids at my event. But this kid was actually, I should say, maybe the wrong word, haunting me. Lights going on and off, touch lamp, my TV shutting off. Mark's cell phone mm-hmm. going, and I'm like, and I thought it was Mark because someone had just told me my son is with me. No, my son was guiding, is guiding me now to help other people through it. So in turn, after finding out about this kid, it's a long story. Uh, I think I talked about it totally on one of the shows. But um, what happened was I, within the past few weeks, I ended up getting in contact, or his girlfriend, who I didn't really know, got in contact with me, and I read her. And then about a week or so ago, his mother got in contact with me. I, I didn't even know these people. And I kind of gave her some advice. So I feel that my son is leading me to other people going through grief. And that's my gift yes. now. Like 
you know, Graham is coming to you with your artwork and it's going to touch so many mm-hmm. people and, 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 and your poetry. And I think that's what it's all about. They're doing their job and they're still with us. Our connection never goes away, but it's just in a different form. I mean, we, we want to go up and hug them again. We that's, want that physical that's contact. That's what I feel is, that is the, the, thing. the teaching, uh, uh, yes. the, that love never ends. Exactly, and to me, exactly. that is the greatest comfort that you can have yep. because if you're like I am, I'm sure you felt the same way, to to say, um, well, I don't know why my child died, mm-hmm. but I'll be with him, you know, when I die. Exactly. That didn't do a whole I've lot also, for me. I've you also know, been I'm thinking, well, friends. you know, that could be 30 more years, you know. <laughs> it's like, yep. So I'm yep. thinking, you know, where is the, the big comfort? You don't have to have a delayed, yep. you yep. know, uh, expectation. Well, I just turned 60, and I, I set up my 60th birthday party. I said, I'm just one day closer to them. I'm just one day closer to them. And, and Whether it be 10 years, 20, you, 30. You know, yes. Yeah, we don't leave yep. them in the past. They're, they're still here And I think that's what us. we're showing. And what, the subject I wanted to right. bring up right now, and, and I'll get off and, and let you guys talk, and I want to I talk to Cindy more about her books and her work. Um, I've been condemned by some people, family, friends, for, you know, you're, you're not really doing things as a light, and, you know, you're reading people, and you're telling this, and you're telling that. And No, I pray every night. I'm a Christian woman. It doesn't matter what Christian, Jewish, whatever. I believe in the white light. I don't believe that if I felt anything dark was happening, I would not be part of it. I don't read tarot cards or any of that stuff, uh, Ouija boards, none of that. You know, I don't do voodoo, do curses. I feel that God's gift to <laughs> us. You all feel the same way. You're right. You're it, right it's true. I mean, yeah, I'm so, like, you know, it, it condemned me. I, I feel this is a gift given from the light, from God, that to let us yeah. know, if anything, I'm trying to bring people closer and saying, look it, I've lost... You know, husband, two kids, most of my family, and I'm still going. I had two people go, how do you do it? I said, I had two choices, off myself or to do something. I wasn't going to sit and exist. I'm not a person sitting, even with MS, I'm not going to sit here and exist. I felt that God just like, take somebody with autism that sits down at three years old, can't speak and plays uh, a piece, uh, 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 I'm trying to look at the, Mozart. the whatever, <laughs> Mozart or, or Beethoven. Mozart, that's what I was thinking. It's, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> I feel like what I'm doing well, is a gift. And yeah. I, and if we f- refuse God's gift, and I feel it is of God, um, then right. we, we, are, we are shaming him. And I don't ask and for people Cindy to come to me. Cindy has a million different gifts. <laughs> yes, I know that. We we actually, when we got on the show, we didn't really let anybody know that Cindy does read. I mean, if she feels, well, she feels I mean, like Cindy's any other amazing. medium. Yes, I mean, yes, she I know. She knows. Tree, she, Cindy has become one of my best friends recently. <laughs> yes. I just want to say that I'm getting a ton of messages on my angels at my door page from people really? that are listening in. So they, they, want your, they, they want your address so that so if you see people joining your page, Peggy, I just sent them the link to your personal page. Okay. Oh, great, great. And also you can send them to my other one. What is the, uh, you know my other page where what the, the signs the loved ones send you? Whatever the name of my other page is. I think it's signs from your loved ones, something like that. Yes. But they'll be able to yes. find it from there. And, well, you know what, go, uh, go to my page and tonight is, I will post, yes. Oh, and I, I share so say. many of the beautiful things that Cindy does on Find Smart Loved Ones and on my Facebook page, and mm-hmm. she's such a, a comfort to so many people. With all wow! The work Thank she does. you so much. 
Well, she, 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 well, I tell I you, tell when, you th- when Claire reads a poem, uh, it touches mm-hmm. my, my soul. It touches my oh, yeah. soul. It's not just her poetry. It's her mm-hmm. voice. It's yes. just, it, it's, I, and I told her once, it's iambic pentameter. And when something comes that is a gift like that, it comes mm-hmm. in that rhythm, that sing-song rhythm, and you can you can feel it. You can feel that it right. is actually channeled. I mean, it's it's like right. someone gave it to her, and didn't mm-hmm. she just put it on paper? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, I tell you, your poem really did touch me, and I'd love to see more. Adam, I'm, I'm definitely getting your book. Oh. I'm definitely getting your book. I'm going on oh. tonight and getting it. Well, that's, and, that's um, my dearest wish. Of course, is that they will help comfort others that mm-hmm. are grieving. We, we we should let the audience know. We People think I'm this, um, because I've been a bestseller since it came out, that I'm this new multimillionaire. We're not. It's not about the money. I, uh, if books, we will like money, we're making don't, nothing. don't make much money at all. <laughs> no, we're, we're, I'm making a dollar a copy. Unless I get a new... I'm in New York, and unless I get on the New York Times bestseller, I'm selling a million. Then I'll make my million at a dollar a copy. The publisher makes it. Amazon's making it. I'm not making no money. It's about helping no. people. That's why we do this. I want to stress that exactly. because we aren't making money. Someone will click a link and find it. You know, I have to say this. We hope that mm-hmm. someone will stumble upon it because there could be that solace for them and maybe I have had someone tell me that they didn't know that they had gotten signs till they read angels at my door they didn't even know they had gotten a sign so between yeah on signs from our loved ones too they'll say oh I didn't realize or or now that they know what to look for they'll say oh you know I found a a penny right hey there was a feather they, yeah, a lot of it is yeah. just learning about these things. Well, I didn't know clearing any you, of that I, stuff yes. either. You have to go to my uh, yeah. site also, uh, the what signs loved ones, our loved ones sent us. I actually have pictures posted of faces, uh-huh. actual faces showing up, one with my husband's face in it. One, And I, I don't uh-huh. know if it was your site or somebody else's real quick story. This is Erie, right? Uh, uh, Cindy, you saw this one. I, I saw went, One day, oh, my gosh, she's seen them. This one day made me go to somebody else's site. Something just drew me to it. This guy, I live in New York, 30 miles north of the city, very rural area that I'm in. And this guy from New Jersey who had no paranormal stuff ever happened to him, just got married. And I was kind of freaking out. Behind him in his door, somebody was, I guess his new, new bride was taking his picture. And there was a face in his door, as clear as day, looking healthy and what, just a face. I get on the site and I look, I said, dear God in heaven, that's my son. I never met this guy in my life. So I claimed it. I said to him, he, he goes, could someone tell me, do you get anything from this, blah, blah, blah. It may have been like on a paranormal site, which I don't normally go on. And I'm like, yeah, I'll claim it. It's my son. So I post a picture of my son with it. He goes, oh, my God. Why is your son showing up in my jersey? I don't know. Maybe he wanted to be one of the four seasons. Maybe he wanted to be on Broadway. I don't know. Okay, let me say, it's like a photograph. It looks like it's a reflection a of a of photograph that was in yep. his oh house. Gosh. And it was in some glass, like a glass um, cabinet door behind, him. behind him. Yeah. That actually was his front door. I thought it was a cabinet, too. Cindy, you saw oh, the picture. Were you, when you saw my son and you saw that picture, is there any doubt in your mind it was my son? Nope. No. Nope. And, and Cindy and I just that, met. That you would 
that you would find this guy and have something like that. I mean, that's crazy. My son drew me to it. He was just saying, hi, Ma. Hi, Ma. And I think it's to prove and back me. To back me to other people because I believe, and I've seen this, I've seen so many signs, what I'm writing about, and it's comforting to me, and it's making me do good things for other people, but I actually have proof, it's like they say is in the pudding, I have pictures, <laughs> I have pictures, there's no way you can't say uh, with a picture, there's no Photoshop, there's no whatever, these are real pictures, right. I have one that I took and at my son. And that's what gives he, so much hope to people, right. Exactly. So now I'm telling you my story. Now you're seeing it. Now you're seeing the pictures. I ain't making this up. Right. I'm not making it up. Right. You know, so it, it's all coming when it's supposed to come. And, you know, I'm sure many people that, you know, I grew up with, because I was Ben the Clown, it's like, you yeah, let's listen to a radio show. Let's see what the nut has to say, you know, type of thing. Because I was always a and clown. So now you, I'm serious. You're I'm actually, serious about this. You're getting, are you a medium now also? I've had a gift since I was nine. I was very sick as a child, and uh, I was in a coma. They, okay, I was misdiagnosed so you, mm-hmm. with my MS since I was nine. I was came out of the coma, and I was different. I had a mm-hmm. gift since I was I was afraid. I was nine years old. It was 1962. Nobody talked about mediums. Nobody, and when things right. were happening to me, I'm like, oh, God, I'm, I'm crazy. Because I, I went back to school so with tormented because I had like composed. A, I felt like an oddball, so like, I became a clown. I, I joked about it. I joked oh. about life because I was afraid of it. Then as the years went on and when the signs kept happening and I, I got to hear about mediums and I went to see one myself who was amazing, the, the woman I go to, and she would, to the detail of my son, the way he walked, things that he would say, what I was doing, there was convincing me. It's like, oh, you know what? And she turned to me one day. It was a week after my son died. And my best friend at the time who was with me, actually, when my son took his last breath, my son's girlfriend and her friend went to see her. <clears throat> About an hour after this, you know, the session ended, she made them leave the room, and she looks at me. She looks, and she had a friend, the medium, with a kid with cystic fibrosis, like my children. She looks at me and says, I know you have something. <laughs> I never told her I had anything. She asked me to look at the picture and to read it. And I said, I don't want to. Oh. I don't want to do this. It's a week after my son died, and I don't like certain feelings I get because I can see not good things either sometimes. And she asked me to read the, the photo, and I did. And I didn't want to tell her because I saw. And he had the same type. My son's um, form um, mutation was uh, the worst mutation you could have with it. And I saw it with this little mm-hmm. boy. And I said it. And I, that's the part I hated about my gift because I had that too. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to. I don't want to be the, uh, the prior of her? bad news. No, he, he was. was the boy uh, in the picture related? Mm-mm. No, it was her friend's kid. Oh, okay. It was her friend, best friend's son or something. And, he, and he's living. He's living. He's living. He's, he was a little boy still. Okay. But I saw that okay. he had the same form. I, I didn't predict, like, oh, he's going to die or whatever. I just saw that he had the same mutation that my son had. My daughters did not get the liver disease. My son got the liver. So my son ended up dying with the liver of, a, of an alcoholic and the lungs of a smoker. That's what the disease does to you. Wow. But it doesn't always affect the liver. Mm-hmm. It didn't affect my daughter's liver. This poor kid. I've never mm. seen, and I, I own my own home nursing business. I was a uh, Alzheimer dementia specialist. I own my own business for many years. Had 21 employees. I worked with a lot of sick people. Seen a lot of things in my life. You know, I have to say, my son's death, not just because it was my son, was the worst and most agonizing death I've ever seen in my life. It was horrible, uh, and he kept. I, he, I he was such a trooper. 
He was such a trooper. And I talk, I'm going to be, like, my first book is my whole life story from when I was born, but it's my outline. Mm -hmm. And a lot of friends will call me from Florida. It's like, well, did you tell about this? Well, you know what? The next book, Racing Honda's Hand, we're going to get a little more into the dirty details of things. I'm not going to expose everything, Mm -hmm. you know. But we're we're going to get into more specifics. Could I just say something? Someone posted Mm -hmm. this just on my page. Oh, my God, Cindy, I love the poem that Claire Ann just read on the show. Made me cry. My little little brother was like my son, so it really hit straight to the heart. Linda Garcia. She just wrote that on the page, Claire Ann. Just wanted to tell you. Isn't that funny? I didn't even... I didn't even know which show you were going to be on tonight because your page didn't say, so I didn't even know it was Peggy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it so weird crazy. or what? I mean, people I believe me. We did, I just met of... Cindy. Cindy. Cindy, when did I meet you? Two weeks ago? Maybe? I think uh, the third. Was it the third? The oh, it was right every day after my son's, past, my son's uh, third right. anniversary. And Cindy and I got on the phone. She, I was shocked because I went to her page because I was going through my three-year grief because I still hurt people. Even though I do this, my human side hurts, okay? I'm allowed. Sure. So I went to her page, which I've I'm seen allowed. many, many times, and something drew me to her. And next thing I know, Cindy goes, and I said, would you be a guest on my show? And she says to uh. me, what's your number? I want to call you. No, we got on the phone, Cindy. We were on the phone for three. I mean, I see this California number coming up, and I thought you were calling from Cali. And I'm thinking, three and what were three, three and a half hours? Like we knew each other forever. It was like something drew me into her. We were, you know, uh, talking about our music, our singing, our lives, our our stories, uh, everything under the sun. There was such a connection. I never thought she was going to pick up the phone and call me. I was shocked. And we've been talking practically every day, right? Like we've known each other forever. Something has happened. Can I tell you that something has happened? It's actually a miracle while we're on this call. It really is. It's like almost bringing me to tears. Um, really? As you and Claire Ann both know, and many of the people who follow my Facebook page, I do mm-hmm. digital art. I'm a writer. I write verses and I write poetry. There right. are two pages that have stolen my work. They took my oh, pictures. Yes. They they took my mm-hmm. name off of it, and they put uh, their name on it. All right, and posted it on their site like it's their own. Okay, why don't we just take, you know, the book, uh, Gone with the Wind, and, mm-hmm. you know, erase the author's <laughs> name and put Exactly, name and put somebody else's name. Amazon, John Smith, right? John Smith, you know, guess, exactly. Right, guess what happened? I just got a letter from Facebook. Oh, so you did? What did they say? They're, they're going to take care of it. A miracle, oh, a miracle. Well, Congratulations, because Cindy you, has been terribly upset, you. and I've been, I've been afraid I've been questioning to myself put anything because I, on. Really? You know, I can't put my poetry, a beautiful poetry that I wrote for Valentine's Day, just, mm-hmm. you know, it's just beautiful, and I wanted to yep. put it on so it would mm-hmm. comfort people. I'm afraid to put it on because it's going to be on their page, well, you know, so, you know. <laughs> Cindy, since you told me about this, I've stopped putting poems on, too, because I usually, I can get up in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden I write a poem, and I have to, I, I just right. have to share it. I have not put on one poem since you told me this, because even though I put on there, written by Peggy S. Emanisi, that's my, my full name, um, right. I, it doesn't matter. They took your name off yours. This is ridiculous. You know, but I know. look at the, let's, let's look at the positive. 
Well, listen to me. So, Look for the positive. Let's turn it into lemonade. Now your poems are out there even more, and now it's gonna your name is gonna go rightfully back on it. So now you they they helped you. They gave you more exposure. <laughs> No, they actually have to eliminate it. But, you know, the Did thing they is, take I care thought, of it? well, why would I? They're going to, yes. And the, that's what they said. And the interesting really? thing is that I had to question, why would someone who was just trying to help heal somebody's heart and mm-hmm. spend thousands of hours making these posts, why right. would my stuff get hijacked like that? And yeah. maybe the story in all of this, besides my avoiding a nervous breakdown, okay, is mm-hmm. maybe the story is that if there's anyone <clears throat> listening and you're going through something and you feel like you're following your path, if there are rocks on that path, kick them to the side and keep going. Kick them to I the curb. Peggy... I know, and it kicked the rocks to the side, because I'm going to tell right. you that a few days ago, I told Peggy, Peggy, I'm ready to shut my page down. I'm very yep. hurt. Yep. And now I feel like, you know what, what's the, what's the expression, right makes might? Um, mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, I, maybe I was supposed to keep it and, and reach people, this is my feeling, and I was starting yes, to feel like, why yes. is this happening? And I'm only mentioning it because maybe somebody else has an idea for something, and maybe there are obstacles. Well, mm-hmm. that's the first time I've encountered an obstacle. So that's wow. But um, Clarion, it's all, it's all has lessons. Been I keep saying on it's all lessons. With me trying to be so helpful. I mean, you have no mm-hmm. idea. I have had so many people go to bat for me. From my mm-hmm. age, I mean, that said, Cindy, what can I do? How can I help? Right. And I said, you right. know what, for right now, I don't know if we can do much because, you know, maybe that's not, you know, maybe I have to wait for someone to take care of it. But right, I have right. to tell you, to have people offer means a great deal. It's like those people right. I said coming to your house to bring muffins. It right. means something when people care and recognize that you're trying to help. The grief exactly. community on Facebook is a tight-knit community, okay? Mm-hmm. We try to support one another. We try exactly. to say, oh, this is what my friend wrote. I want you to read it. Um, we mm-hmm. say, this is a picture that somebody painted. I want you to see it. That's exactly. what we do. So when right. someone usurps that, we're shocked because right. we're trying the best we can. And we're exactly. trying to reach out to many people. Well, we're working I think, from I our think, hearts, and it makes me exactly. think and of I think God's you got your message, and Billy's message is love is it, everything. Exactly, that's, and that's it, it, it's it universal, is. and it's beyond the universe. It's, it's love is love, that's and it's it. there forever. And that's the, the, that's, the theme of that's I mean the Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is about love. Well, you know what? We yes. should take 365 days a year and love everyone. 
I mean, you're going to be angry right. at people. My, my my dad or my brother used to have an expression because my dad could be hard at times. My oldest brother, God bless him, he said to me, he goes, you know what? I love him. He's my dad, but I sometimes just don't like him. We cannot go through life and 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 and, and love everyone. Um, but I think we should try the best we can. We may not like the things they do or whatever, but I think the, the bottom line, I think Cindy and, 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 and Clarence and Melissa, um, I think what we want to do is teach everyone that um, we're about love and about love continues from, from the other side. It's not about we're going right. dark energies right. coming through and it's all about love the love of the uh, of god and and, and uh, you know i pray before every show i i ask to be surrounded by the armor i don't want any evil coming into my life i've had enough um but it's all about love and we should love everyone all year long not like them at times that's fine work out these problems like like for instance with you right now cindy you weren't liking that person whoever was doing this to your group you know doesn't mean but you know what Love is universal. No, We're not. Shocked. I'm trying to make a point. Shocked. There are times. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what, girls? Because we only have about 12 more minutes of air time. I wanted to get another caller, and we've had several callers waiting. Um, can you well, tell us the name of all your books? Delightful talking with you both. Oh, okay. You know, uh, Clarence, if you can stay, stay on the line, if you'd like. Yeah, you can stay on the line. Oh, okay. You can stay with us. You can stay with okay. us. Okay. What I want to do. Before the caller comes on, could I read you something really quickly? Sure, and I want you to also tell us, oh, you know what, somebody's here with me, guess what, my TV just went off, so I have a call, someone wants to get through to me. <laughs> oh, okay. I left. My I TV shut it? itself Can off, so it? somebody's here with me. But no, read something, and okay. I also want you to tell about your books on Amazon, and I also want you to tell about your two free books and your sites, and okay. then we'll get a call okay. real quick, and maybe Melissa will read okay. them, or I'll read them, or somebody will read them. Go ahead. Okay called Valentine's Day in Heaven. You're spending Valentine's Day in Heaven, and we are so far apart. I think about you every day, and you are inside my heart. The love I have for you is unending. You mean more than you'll ever know. So I'm sending hugs up to Heaven to let you know I didn't want to let you go. You are my special angel, and I miss you more than words can say. I'm cherishing your memory and sending love for Valentine's Day. So that's aw. beautiful. That's so cute. I have to tell you something. That's you for brought up. I think I told you earlier today there were two messages in that poem. My poem to my daughter the night she died was called My Special Angel. It was in your poem. Oh. And the hugs, the hug was in your poem. So we are connected again. We are connected again. Oh. So I love this. Maybe that was a message from your daughter for Valentine's Probably. Day. Probably. She's always got it. Somebody just gave me, I'm telling you, this TV has not shut itself down. It just did it when I said, I'm going to take a call or maybe get red and the TV went off. But uh, before we do this, uh, we have 10 minutes left. Tell us the name of your books on Amazon. And, and Clarence, I want you to, to, to tell yours again so everybody can go and get the books. Uh, Cindy, first, what's the name of the books? And you have two free ones okay. also on your sites. Uh, that's what I want to talk about. The name of my book on Amazon is Angels at My Door. And I also have a Facebook page called Angels at My Door. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, I have a blog called Angels at My Door. And if you put it into Google, that was all planned. If you put it into Google, okay. it's angelsatmydoor.blogspot.com. I don't expect anyone to memor, you know, to memorize it. But right. on the right sidebar, there are two free books. 
One is about signs from heaven that, that we might get. You can read it right on your computer. It comes up as a document. It's a free download. And then there's mm-hmm. another one called Messages from Heaven. And what I want right. to tell you about that book is that dur- at, you know, during my readings, obviously I get many messages. And this mm-hmm. book is about many of the messages that have come through from the other side. Also, okay. And on, on my Facebook page, oh, I just wanted to mention that on my Facebook page, if people go into the albums, you know, you look up photos and you click and then you find albums. And mm-hmm. when you go into the albums, there are several of them that tell different stories of uh, happenings with loved ones from the other side. How they came and they're all on your blogs and pages. We can get all your books. They're all on the pages. They're that all on they can the see page, all your books. Yes, and yes, and um, okay. what I wanted to say about the Facebook page is that I have many of the stories there with pictures. And okay. for instance, I might do a reading and then say to someone, "Wait a minute, can you send me a picture of that? Would it be all right mm-hmm. if I posted it?" And there right. are the pictures. Meaning, the loved ones gave me the message, and they're. There's the item that they were talking about. Wow. Um, wow. I'll share one really quickly. There was a girl mm-hmm. that I read for, and her grandmother came through, and she said um, that she visits her in the kitchen to the right of the sink. And the girl said to me, my grandmother's urn, ashes, is to the right of the sink. That's where they're kept. And that's where the grandmother visited, and I have a picture of her kitchen on my page. That is awesome. I had asked her if it would be okay to share her story, and it just went to prove that how would I even fathom that somebody kept, you know, an urn with ashes in the kitchen. I never would have thought of that. Evidential mediumship, that's great. Well, you know what, this is, you know, Cindy, I definitely have to have you on many more shows if you don't mind, would you? And Clarina would like you oh, to come I back on the show. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know? You better, because I got that your number be now. Lady. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. A little yolk, a little yolk. Okay, I am going to, um, you shared, uh, you can go to her sites and see all the books that she has published, and she has two free ones there. And Clarina, again, the name of your book? A Mother's Tears, Poems of Heartbreak, Loss, and Discovery. It's on Amazon. And my blog okay. is and also a mother's tears at dogspot, uh, yeah, blogspot dot com. And your and your um and your and your site again is signs from our loved ones. Yes, signs no, from our loved group. ones. Uh, okay. a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to grab a call enough. Thank I you both. I just wanted to say I've got requests for your poem. Could you do me a favor if you can post it to your a Mother's Tears page, I could supply the okay. link that I just okay. wanted to let you know. If you wanted to put it well, on, it, I would put it on my Facebook page, but I'm afraid that page will yeah. steal it. I'll, I'll give you the link to it. Um, I'll give you. you the link to it from my blog. Okay. Great. Okay, okay Great. girls, uh, thank you for uh, – stay on the line. We're going to grab thank another you, caller. caller. Thank you, and I'm, we'll be talking more, I'm sure, now. And, and you're more than welcome to come back okay. on the show anytime because we obviously have so much more to talk about, both of you. Um, and hopefully, <laughs> Melissa, you're still hanging in there, right, Melissa? Of course. Okay. We're going to take another caller. If they, I don't know if they want to come on and, and see if anybody of us any, – obviously, someone's trying to get through to me because the TV shut off. So I'm going to pick up this caller. It's been holding for an hour and see if they want to be on. Hold on one second, please. 
Hello, caller. Did you want to hello? come on the line? Yes, hello. Hello? hello? Yes, Hi. did you want to come on the line? Sure. What's your name? Sandy, where are you from? California. Oh, California. Hi, how are you? Did you want to, you have a story to tell? We we have about five minutes left. Um, do you have a story to share with us, or did you have a lost loved one that you wanted to, maybe somebody can pick up something from, or what would you like I, to do? I have a lost loved one I would love if somebody could pick up on. That would be great. Okay. Melissa, do you, are you getting anything? Um, not yet. <laughs> okay. It doesn't always happen, because we don't make promises here. We feel it. We feel it. Um, it um, Cindy, how about you? Are you feeling anything here? Uh, I wanted to say I'm having trouble hearing Sandy. It's it's skipping okay. out. I couldn't hear what her question was. Hi, Sandy. She, she, I couldn't hear your She question. lost someone. Yeah, she lost someone, and she was trying to connect. She didn't say who. Um, are you getting any feelings on it? No, I didn't hear the question at first. That's what I was saying. I could barely hear her voice. Okay, oh, I lost okay. my dad. I'm sorry. I, I lost my dad. It's been 19 years. I've got mm-hmm. one visitation from him, but I've never, like, I've ever received a sign. After that one oh, visitation. Oh, I'm glad you day. called. I'm, I'm glad you called. So you lost him 19 years ago, but have not gotten a sign, correct? No, no, I haven't. I'll tell you what I'd like for you to do. Could you do me a favor? If you can find Angels at My Door on Facebook, if you belong to Facebook. Um, I do. If you send me a private message, I'll send my books to you so you can read the one that's about signs. My sense of it is that you probably did get a sign from him or several, but might not have recognized them. Okay? Uh, this is a really, by the way, a really, uh, it's a super short book. It's a quick read. And you might say, wow, you know what? I did have that happen or I did have this happen. So that I'm is grateful for you. Cindy, I've actually oh, yeah. read both of your uh, both of your free books just recently, and oh, great. for my okay. dad, I've never. I for my dad, I really don't feel like I've ever feel him around me or anything. With my mm-hmm. son, when he passed, I feel him. He's with me all the time. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! I picked up on that. I picked up on that. I, I, I was going to say you lost a son. I I saw that you lost a son. You lost your yes, dad nineteen years ago, and you. I was yeah. How old was your son? He was 30. We talked before, Cindy. Okay. Um, not the past phone conference, but the one before we had talked. Oh, okay. did your son come today. through on that conference? Yes, he did. Oh, okay. He was well, you're just really quiet. <laughs> yeah, and I, my, right. my, but I just, you know, after that, I've gotten more signs from my son. He plays all kinds of little games with us. A bracelet he mm-hmm. had as a child that I have not seen in I don't know how many years. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. my younger son found it in the house. His medical insurance card from like 15 years ago that wasn't valid, but I still had. I have no mm-hmm. idea where it was. All of a sudden, shows up with his name on it. So I know my wow. son is always around doing things. But my dad, I never mm-hmm. feel him. And I was kind of wondering, is he here? I would say that I have never encountered a situation where someone that was very uh, closely linked to someone, meaning parents, children, you get me, very closely linked, 
that they are not around them. Does, does that make sense, what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I have yeah. never experienced where they're not closely linked. Let me ask okay. you, on the phone conference, okay. oh, I, I just wanted to ask how your son came through. Um, actually, we were talking to my husband, Scott, and he came through really clearly. He let you know that my mom Oh, my gosh, this coffee. is Sandy. Oh, this is uh-huh. Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Hi, how Sandy. are you, and how is your husband? Okay. We're doing, I just we're need doing to much better. Oh, I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad to hear that. I just want to say that Sandy is amazing. Her husband came on first on the phone conference that was held few weeks back, and I mm-hmm. said, I don't know who your wife is, but she is a woman, like, I see angel wings on her. They wow. have adopted children that are multiply handicapped. Oh, that's I did fantastic. not know Guys, that. we have one minute, so we're going to have to sum this up shortly. I just want to let you know, they're giving me uh, <laughs> the sign that we have to get off in about a minute. Um, that That is wonderful. You know what, um, we're going to be doing more shows. We're down to a minute. Uh, Cindy, would you come back on uh, soon? So we can um, grab more callers. Absolutely. Maybe okay, Sandy, would you mind Sandy calling back in the I next do, show? I'll announce it. I would love okay. to. Okay. Okay. Maybe we Pass should just do a caller have... thing from the beginning. Okay, like a caller. Oh, we'll do. You get yes. what I mean? Just take calls from the beginning. Yep. Yeah, we'll give a briefing, yeah. and because and, the two hours just flew by. I'd like to thank everybody, uh, Melissa, my co-host, and my niece, and editor of my book, Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug. Um, uh, Cindy, of course, my special guest tonight, and she's told you of her sites. Go there, and you can find out all her books on Amazon and her two free books. Um, um, oh, gosh, I'm, I'm losing the train of thought. Sandy, thank you for calling, and Claran, thank you, and, and, and look for Claran's book. I have 10 seconds. I'd like to say good night all, and thank you so much, and God bless you all. God thank bless you. you. Good night. Good night, Bye. everyone. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Thank you. Thank Bye. you, everyone. Good night now. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.